Hi. This is Andrew Lotta. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 36, You Are a Kant. Humans. I'm not a big fan. Uh, most people I know think they are good people. Uh, in fact, a recent online poll, for whatever the fuck that's worth, found that nearly half of respondents think they are the most goodest people they know. Cool. But are you really? Well, I haven't committed any murder. I lie only when needed. I covet my neighbor's oxen rarely, and his wife is hideous, so no coveting there. The philosopher, Immanuel Kant, proposed a moral philosophy in his book, The Groundwork of the Metaphysics of Morals, which I'm sure with the title like that, flew off the shelves of the Borders bookstore back in the day. Anyway, he proposed the categorical imperative of morality, and let me do a complete disservice to Kant and paraphrase it. Basically, when doing a behavior, ask yourself, well, what if everyone did that? Is it a moral thing to do? Well, what if it became a universal rule of action? How would that work out? You can compare it to like the stupid momism. Remember this one where you say, she says, well, why did you take that cookie? Well, Jimmy took a cookie. Well, if Jimmy jumped off a cliff, would you? The difference is for Kant, it's the question, what if everyone jumped off the cliff? The answer is, I wouldn't, and then all the cookies would be mine. Anyway, the point here is that there are these behaviors that everyone thinks just aren't that bad. Maybe a little selfish, but in the grand scheme of things, just tiny and meaningless. The problem is that when that individual tiny selfish behavior is performed by a large number of people, it becomes a real issue. It's relatively easy to follow the big rules and moral edicts, right? It's fairly easy to get through life and not kill another human. It's mostly a simple thing to honor your mother and your father. Just call them on Mother's and Father's Day. It's in your fucking calendar. Mother Teresa gave solace to poor, starving children. Uh, honestly, easy. If you gave me a poor, starving child, I'm pretty sure I could like hold it, rock it, give it some food. But are you willing to not slow your car down to look at a traffic accident on the road? Because that's where true morality lies. Herr Schindler. More on that later. So, you're asking yourself, hey Andy, what bee has gotten into your proverbial bonnet this time? Well, you may have heard that the colonial pipeline that carries fuel from Houston to the East Coast went down this week because of a ransomware hack. Given that this pipeline provides somewhere around 45% of the fuel to the East Coast, this was expected to cause some issues with the availability of gas in the East. Now, where I live in Gainesville, Florida, there have been long lines at the gas stations, and many of the stations have actually run out of gas. Understandable. Except that we don't get gas from the fucking Colonial Pipeline in Central Florida. Wait, then how are you out of gas? Oh, you know. Because humans suck. Morons started running to the gas station and then sending messages to their friends saying, holy shit, make sure to hoard gas. 
I actually saw emails from companies to their employees in Central Florida urging them to go fill up their tanks. And of course, when people saw long lines at the gas station, they freaked out and said, well, I better do that as well. I was behind somebody yesterday who actually, his truck was filled with gas canisters on their way to the station. There are motherfuckers who are actually filling up trash bags with gas in stores and then put them in the trunk. I shit you not. And for some reason, this also led people to run on toilet paper again, like in the pandemic. What the fuck? Why is it when any possible adverse event occurs, people immediately think about wiping their ass? I mean, if we're going to be stuck at home because of lack of gas, I understand if there's a run on tequila, Cracker Jacks, and DVDs of the movie Roadhouse. But why is everyone so worried about whether they'll be able to wipe their ass or not? Fuck it, babe. Your shower is right there. They're not turning the water off. Somehow, this is, re- this is reasonable behavior. When you see other people freak out, you say, well, I better get what's mine. You're only being responsible and proactive, right? Just this is a responsible thing to do. But what if everyone did that? Your selfish, little-minded motivation drained the gas stations. <laughs> Bitch, you weren't going anywhere this week. But you made sure that someone who actually did have a trip plan, maybe to go see their sick mother, now has to worry if they can have fuel. You made sure that the fuel prices are going to shoot up because of supply and demand, which will result in higher shipping costs, which will be charged to all of us for everything. But it wasn't just you, right? This is what's really cool about humans. If you're the only cause for something happening, then you get 100% of the blame, which can be devastating. But if a thousand people are the cause, then each of them only feels like 0.1% of the blame. And that's really just a tickle. Let's go back to our good old Immanuel Kant, whom I'm hoping his friend's called Mon Kant. What if everyone did that? Seriously, the Ten Commandments are easy. Making small choices that have small effects on their own, but huge effects when multiplied across people, that's shit tons harder to do. Because you feel like a loser. What if I do it and I do the small sacrifice and nobody else does? That's the tough thing. Like, let's say there's an accident on the freeway. You're stuck in several miles of stop-and-go traffic. You're swearing. You're saying, are you fucking serious? The accident has been moved onto the shoulder of the freeway. It's going to have minimal effect on the traffic, except every asshole needs to slow down and get a good look. I mean, what a story you're going to tell your friends about this little fender bender. I saw it. I saw it in my own eyes. The delay that lasts an hour is because every piece of shit individual needs to slow down and see what is going on. Now, when you're way back in the accident, way far from it, you know that that's true. It's pissing you off. You know you're being stuck there because other people are just watching this and you're going to be late for the concert. But what happens? What do you do when you finally get up to the accident? Do you look straight ahead? 
refuse to slow down the slightest bit? Or do you take a glance? Maybe fall back for a couple of seconds just to get a look. I mean, it's my time now. What if everyone did that? Oh yeah, they did. And they fucked you over for an hour. (laughs) But that isn't you anymore. It's the other person way back. I'm on my way now. Fuck them. But at heart, trust me, I'm a really, really good person. Same thing when you're looking at your phone in your car and you don't go right away when the light changes to green. So what? It was only a six-second delay. True. It's a six-second delay for the car behind you and for all the cars behind you. And those delays actually add up. So your six-second delay and the next person's six-second delay all add up. I can't go until all the cars ahead of me go. If I'm the 11th car back and everyone does their oopsie six-second delay, I lose one minute. Uh, For those doing the math at home, that would be 10 cars ahead of me, six-second delay. Okay, you got it. Now, move it up. Go to a freeway around Atlanta. Hundreds of good people being complete assholes because they want their selfish time just to look at their phone. Or maybe once the car moves ahead of me, I'm going to let it go a little ways ahead because I don't want to break so soon, so I'll just let it go. You made this traffic jam. Not you, but all of the yous who are you pieces of shit. What would happen if we felt responsibility 100% for everything instead of breaking it down? Every action, even if we were only one of a million people who caused that action, if we felt 100% of the responsibility, how much better would that be? By the way, uh, people who actually study traffic patterns know that the surest way to make a traffic jam is to give people options. It's selfish decisions that lead to traffic jams. Think about it. Traffic slows and you think, man, that next lane seems to be moving faster than my lane. I would be a complete sucker if I stayed in this lane. So you look over to the lane, you turn on your turn saying you slow down a little bit to see, make sure there's no one flying up from the lane. And that slows everybody in your lane down. But then you pull over and the person in that lane slows down because you just pulled into the lane. So you've now slowed down two lanes. But it's okay. You made your choice to move ahead of all the other people. It's about you, baby. You are the winner. But then your lane slows and you think, fuck, I always choose the wrong lane. Like God or fate is making this happen to your glorious character. God has no interest in your traffic pattern. You're slowed because other assholes made the same choice as you did ahead of you. And now we're all going to run out of gas. Fortunately, I have a trash bag of petrol in my back seat. Pass the tequila. Out!